Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. And I'm Emily. And we're here this week with Julia from the band Rat Boys. Yes. Woo. Hello. Which I will add is just a name that makes me laugh every time I think about it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty silly, but yeah, we have a good it's time. memorable. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's been my nickname for a long time, so kind of stuck with it at this point. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, I... I knew I knew a, a, a gang of dudes who was in a band called Diarrhea Planet. So it's not like Diarrhea Planet in weirdness, but the band rules. They they can pull it off every day, every time. Yes. Well, rest in peace, Diarrhea Planet. Totally. Yes. I um, heard that band blows, but they've never heard that before. I know. Blows <laughs> both. <laughs> low, low, low hanging fruit. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I like to imagine you just came up with that, so. Yes, just off off the off the fly. I'll give it to you. So, um, what are you all drinking? I have a gin with its new Fever Tree tonic, this aromatic pink tonic. Uh, and I'm pretty excited and pleased with myself for my purchase. That sounds fancy. I, uh, I have not started, like, alcohol drinking yet for the day. <laughs> Okay, can we just like point out that it is five o'clock? It is five o'clock. <laughs> not to me. I'm not trying to insinuate anything. I'm just simply stating the fact that I have not started drinking alcohol today. With the hot, st- however, <laughs> no, have ha, I? I've been completely sober, unless you count caffeine for the day up to this point. Good for you. Uh, now, now I will preface that with a there's a huge yet in as a part of that statement but in this current moment we're not there yet in this current moment i have a organic kombucha from brew doctor oh this that one. is uh, what flavor super berry so this is raspberry and blueberry and it's made with oolong tea wow Ooh, i like oolong tea. yeah i'm definitely a fan of oolong tea Love it. I, I worked at a kombucha stand for uh summer. That was one of my one of my little side jobs. That was actually last summer. That was really fun. Oh nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It was uh You got a favorite pleasant. kombucha type? Well, I am pretty new to the whole kombucha world, if I'm being honest. Like the first time I ever had it was like ten seconds before we opened and someone was like, So how long have you been drinking kombucha? And I was like, Not very long. You know, but, um, yeah, so I'm not super familiar with it. I, we, I was working for Kavita, which is like one of the big brands. They're owned by Pepsi. So it's like a national yeah. chain. Oh, okay. Um, but I really like, they have, um, a ginger flavor that's really good and pineapple peach that's really good. My brother and sister mm-hmm. live in Portland. Um, and so they, I mean, they don't love kombucha because they live there, but it's perfect because they love it. And, uh, I know there's like a big scene in Portland. Yeah. Kombucha, so. Well, I used to work for some event promoters and all of our events were sponsored by Hum Kombucha and I don't usually dig kombucha but Hum makes some awesome booch. Cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. The booch is uh where it's at. As they yeah. say. I feel I didn't really prepare a cool drink for this. I'm just drinking water out of my water bottle, but it's actually empty. I just finished nice. it, so I'm drinking nothing, I guess. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> But. What about pets? Do you have any pets? No, no. We uh, we dog sit quite often for friends and family. Not as much right now. Um, slash not at all right now because we're staying Nobody home. needs that. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but no, we, we 
tend to be gone so much like on tour and stuff that we it's just not really feasible for us to have a pet but someday Dave and I really want to get a cat so that's uh, a dream in the distance yeah oh a cat yeah I I have I have a cat uh, named Princess Carrie Fisher but if she were a boy she would have been named Tom Cat Waits great that's awesome love those names and uh, and oh Thank you. Thank you. I can't take any credit for Princess Carrie because that's how we adopted her, but uh, nice. it suits her. She is. She's a little, uh, she's a little uh, fiery princess. Aww. I saw on Instagram yesterday, a friend of mine, I guess, has a pet, I think a dog named Bono, like from YouTube. <gasps> I was like, that's such a good That's actually pretty good. Yeah. I don't even like YouTube, but I, like, I like Bono as a pet. Yes, yes, <laughs> as long as the dog has the sunglasses, I'm 1000% behind that. Yeah, as long as the dog is like loves peace and wants to change the world then it's all good yes he really wants to feed the hungry <laughs> very much yep. um yeah i if you ever said just look just google um dog that looks like jeff lynn okay okay i'll, I'll yeah. do that <laughs> i will ask. not <laughs> do you know what jeff lynn looks like do you know who that is andrew uh i don't but i'm scared to look now do you know who what yellow do you know the band yellow <laughs> No. Oh, bummer. They're, You're not that young. They're really good. They we uh Dave and I played in a wedding band and we played telephone line at the wedding. Nice. It was great. That's a, you probably heard that song, Andrew. It's like on the radio and stuff. And you've definitely I'm heard, sure uh, heard Mr. Blue Sky. Yes. I've probably also heard that. Chances are pretty yeah. good. Yeah, wow. So uh that I don't know how to feel about that podcast. You know, it's over. very it's very possible that I know exactly who this is. My brain just needs like a good memory jog. I'm just not I'm not great with rain with rain with name recognition. Unless it's Rush. Uh, Rush is variety. Thank you. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. So, um, Andrew, what's new with you? I know you got some new gear. You really want to tell everybody about. Yeah, I just like literally like an hour ago, I uh, I picked up uh, or just had delivered to my front door a DoD Rubberneck, uh, which is a analog delay pedal, and I got to play with it for about fifteen minutes right before we started recording this, and already super blown away by it, and um, definitely finding myself fighting the urge to completely scrap the board build I'm in the middle of right now. To just to find a way to incorporate it because it's so good. How many how many pedals do you have? Uh, in total or on the board build? On the on your board. Like how many do you have room for? I'm just curious. Also, uh, I, I apologize. Have... This is like common knowledge, but <laughs> oh, why would it be common knowledge? We are not well known people. But like in the no, podcast, no. you know what I mean. Bah. Yeah. Uh, I, I did a rant, or not a rant, but like a, a quick uh, board run through of a quick fifteen this. minute board run through. It was co- it was relatively quick. It was uh, at least ten minutes long. I edited it. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh huh. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Like, how big well, is your board? Like, what is the size, like, approximate size? What is it the same size as? It's an Ikea cutting board. Cool. That's fun. <laughs> so it's actually not that big. I think it's, like, 18 by 12. Okay. 
That's only uh, that's only a little bit smaller than like a squatch large size board, Andrew. I think those are twelve by twenty four or something. I feel like I'd have to grab a tape by twenty four. I almost just want to grab a tape measure like super quick, just to because I'm second guessing myself. But I, I've got everything super crammed on there. Um, yeah, I mean, he really does have them like scooched right up against each other, top track kind of things. Damn, it's impressive. What about you? How many pedals? Where do you rock, Julia? Um, I only have I play with three pedals, including a tuner. Um, but Dave, our essential, uh, yeah, yeah, I have like a light distortion pedal and then like a EQ pedal. And um, what's your light distortion pedal? It's called the Timmy. It's uh oh, you got a Timmy. Yeah, that's the first pedal Dave got that for me as a birthday gift. Um, that's a really good birthday. Gift. Yeah, I love it. He got it a, a few years ago, and so I've been rocking that one. That's like my fave. But then I got um the Earthquake Tone Job. Um, nice. We used that in the studio a bunch on this last album, and I really liked it, and so I got one for myself. Um, but yeah, it's kind of I use that as like my little boost, and then the Timmy's like the big boost and like the bassy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been in the mar. I really want to get like a reverb pedal and um, maybe a fuzz pedal, but nice. I'm just I don't know. It doesn't feel right to buy those right now. Maybe when we're all playing together again, and I can really like dial it in what I want. To, it sound like but yeah. Um, but yeah my pedal board is like they've made it from scratch and he made his too it's, it's really Aww. cool yeah awesome. it's like a it's maybe like 14 inches long and like three or four inches tall it's just really long and narrow but it, it's kind of like the size of like a i don't know like a paddle or something that you'd nice. you know, hit someone with <laughs> oh. I, I, like a lot of people have like the deep ones and like really stack them three deep and i just mm. i would not be able to operate that while i'm playing like yeah. i have um eight Six, between six and eight pedals on my board when I'm playing, sometimes less if we're doing fly. Like we we did uh, some gigs where we flew to Texas and actually made like the day before like a little pedal board that fit in my bag. Oh, cool! <laughs> so that was the, the fewest pedals I'd ever uh, well I played with with that band. But even like the the six I have, sometimes I'm like, oh, I forgot to turn that off, and now I have synthesizer sounds coming through yeah. a non synthesizer part. Oh, now the delay is going crazy because <laughs> I turned it to the optical set, like all this crazy dumb stuff. And totally. Like, sometimes less can be more. I'm, I'm pretty new to the whole world of pedals. I I only got an electric guitar like six years ago, um, which sounds like a long time ago, but I don't know. I first started playing guitar like 15 years ago. So for like a lot of like two thirds of my guitar life so far, it's it was all acoustic guitar. So um yeah, I'm still, I'm slowly but surely kind of uh, exploring the pedal world. Yeah, well, if you ever want to geek out pedals, I love geeking out pedals. Cool. I'll you up. Yeah. Sounds like Dave has a good understanding of pedals, too, though. Oh, yeah, he's got a good grasp. He he doesn't use nice. a ton. Of, I think he uses maybe five, but uh, he definitely, like, uses them to their limit. Like, he uses the <laughs> out of, I'm sorry, meow. He uses, like, the whatever out of his pedals. He's, like, constantly adjusting them and like just use them different songs for different reasons and it's really cool yeah that's awesome yeah. and i've already opened the door on on the cussing so i'm gonna have that file <laughs> handy so <laughs> whatever <laughs> cheers so full confessions i actually i I'm, i have like enough lead on my headphones i was able to step six feet behind me and measure my board Love it. uh 20 inches by 12 inches 
give or take half an inch. Nice. That's on- about the size of like a pedal train classic, I think, isn't it? A scooch smaller. Today's episode is brought by the word scooch. <laughs> is it like scooch? How would you spell that? You don't spell scooch. It's like oofta. I want to know how it's spelled. Or like use, like the abbreviation of usually. How do you spell that? There's no way. Use. <laughs> I feel uh, like you'd have O-U-G-E. to. O-U-G-E. I think you'd have to start use with a Y. Like Y-O-U-G-E almost makes the sound huge. <laughs> yeah, probably. But then you're like, very, then you don't. Very presidential of you. Yes. Huge. Oh, God. Well, Scooge is um, a Muppet, apparently, also. I don't think that's where I got it. Subconsciously, Scudge. deep down inside. Oh, Scudge. It's is Scudge? What? What are these consonants all put together? Is this German? Sorry. It's a uh, Scottish. And mm. a Scudge is one who does menial work, so that doesn't sound right. I'm gonna... I'm, well, I am now retroactively control. incredibly insulted. <laughs> Why? Because it... I, can I just be dramatic? Is that too much to ask? I mean, if you're going to be insulted, I think you have to give a general what <laughs> or why. So what's new with you? <laughs> with me? Oh, God. Damn it. I thought you would never ask. Um, I got my first synth... I got an Akai MPK Mini Mark II, and I figured out how to make it work with um, with Studio One, which is my DAW. So expect me to just become uh, very obnoxious with my synth things. Cool. My life is changing. That's exciting. Well, pretty yeah. soon here you'll just be uh, you'll be deep into the modular synth world. Yeah, I will make us merge with a modular modcast, (laughs) which is an actual podcast based in Seattle, Washington about modular synth. It's a great podcast. Yeah, and Tim and Hannah are wonderful people. I don't think Hannah's part of the podcast, but she's really fun. And Tim has no choice as to whether or not we are now merging. Apparently we are. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I have that, that Mark two, that MPK mini Mark two, and I just released a demo for the Tysco boost. And I tried to do something a little bit more involved with that one. Did you watch it, Andrew? Well, way to call me out. No, I, 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 asking you a question? I, I haven't watched it yet, but only because I spent the only free time that I had playing around with my new toys. Uh, well, that's fine. So I, yeah, it actually had, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I'm proud. I'm happy. Thanks uh, to Tysco for being a sponsor of this podcast. Uh, watch my demo for their uh, boost pedal. It's pretty neat. And I think it sounds best when it's used before a drive. Um, I actually might do another video with it. I kind of want to put it in front of different dirt pedals I have to see like exactly how good or it makes them. You know? Much no. gooder, I, I assume. Be gooder. Das ist gut. Er. Everything sounds scarier in German, if we weren't already aware of that. Messerling. Yeah, it does. Butterfly. Yeah. 
Um, doof. Schmetterling ist doof. It's all the German I know. I just know how to insult butterflies. I, I one of my the only phrases you really need to know is uh, "bitte ein bit," uh, which is always I really helpful. Bitte means please. Yep. Because uh, that's my, some Cincinnati slang. Because we say uh, "please" instead of "huh" when we don't know what the hell you just said. <laughs> my favorite German word has got to be uh, "Krankenhaus," which is, is that- hot. It's it's hospital. Oh, God, that's not what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds really intimidating. Krankenhaus. Uh, yeah. um, you might want to turn your, your preamp down a little bit more, actually. Look at your wavelengths, dude. They are robust. I might have been down too much. Is he just gone? Yeah, maybe he's just. No, I, I, I'm here. Ah, it's, okay. It's just funny that you say that because my wavelengths don't look that bad on my screen, and yours look like they're clipping. Whoa! So. Yours look twice the size of mine on my screen. Julia's looks like mine. Yeah, See, mine, mine looks look about small. the same as Julia's. I don't know why mine looks so small. Well, then this must not mean anything. So we'll just. <laughs> it probably it. means nothing. Okay. Yeah. Julia, what's new with you? Um, not too much, to be honest. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. That's been really fun. Um, nice. Been playing. Well, yesterday I smoked weed yesterday for the first time in like like this year, this whole year. Um, so I that was fun, and uh, Dave and I like, <laughs> jammed a little bit on electric guitar. We haven't been doing that as much. I've been playing mostly acoustic guitar. Um, do y'all live in an apartment or we, can live, you get we live in a house we can get loud um, it's just nice. weird because like well it's not weird at all but I just I feel a little bit mindful of like all of our roommates are here like working from home and so we have three roommates and so um, normally they would be out doing stuff and so uh, I, I try we try not to like be loud all day long because you don't want to yeah. like, annoy anyone, but, um, but everyone, Sean, one of our roommates is in the band with us and our other two roommates are like super, super chill about it. And so, um, we're lucky cause we can definitely, uh, make music whenever we want, which is awesome. Oh, that's Al- awesome. Alternatively, you could just, if they ever complain, you could just shout really loudly. You're not my mom. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. That's slam the that's door B for sure. But Man, how mad would you have to be at your roommate to actually verbally confront them? I can't imagine. That. Yeah, it. it <laughs> I I'm lucky that won't happen. Like they are so chill, and it, it was funny though because, like, uh, you know, when we're gone on tour for a long time, they kind of have the house to themselves. They're a couple too, and so, um, you know, when our tour got canceled, I was like, "Hey, sorry, we're gonna like be around, you know, indefinitely." And they were like, "No, like we're so happy, you know." So, uh, it's nice to live with people who are really nice and really chill yeah man that's great yeah. but yeah i've, I've been mostly yeah. been playing acoustic guitar um luckily back in november the last tour that we did was with our bass player sean's band it's called jupiter styles and um we did a tour with jupiter styles like playing in jupiter styles um throughout the midwest back in november and uh when we were in st louis we went to music around which i don't know if there are any on the west coast um do you guys have music around by any chance? Is it a record? It a no, record it's store? like a used uh, instrument store. It's like Guitar Center, but everything's used. And there's no 
um, they're the people who work there generally seem to be like less douchey to me. Um, <laughs> not putting down guitar center. Um, I've had some weird experiences there though, but um. oh yeah, I mean, strong same. Andrew used to work at guitar center. Okay, dang. Are you calling me kind of douchey? <laughs> Come I guess. On. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I just said 90% of my experiences at Guitar Center have been medium, like fine, but the rest. Yeah, I think I would. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's hit or yeah. miss and it's usually a hard miss when it's a hard yeah. miss and like a soft hit. But Music Around is great and uh, it's kind of like a dying chain, but. I think I went to one to mini, mini. Yeah, there's one in Duluth. That. I bought an amp there. There's one in. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, the Duluth one on their location Yes, page. it was awesome. And the one that I went to most recently is in just outside St. Louis, like 20 miles west of St. Louis. And uh, I found this really cool, like, classical nylon-style guitar, but it's, like, really small. And I'm just kind of, like, oh, a small cool. person. Like, I have small hands, and uh, I generally really like, like, short-scale guitars, especially, like, acoustic guitars. And so... It was perfect and it was super cheap and uh, picked that up. And so I've been playing that a lot. It's been really nice. That's, That's awesome. what I was just playing for the audio tree live stream. And yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. really? I had no idea that was a nylon string. Well, it, it's strung right now with half steel strings, half nylon strings, but um, it's right. like, yeah, like a classical guitar. Oh, cool. I love it. Nice. Have you ever tried a tenor guitars? Those are pretty good for people with small I hands. I would love too. to have one. I went to uh, there was a music fest. There's a music festival in Louisville called Forecastle. Did you ever go to Forecastle? Definitely. Oh, oh yes, definitely went to Forecastle. I don't know if you were there in uh, 2012. <laughs> that was a really good year. Uh, Wilco. Who was that? Wilco headline. Was that the year Outcast? No, I think. Well, what I remember, I saw Andrew Bird was there. It was just like a very like like. Now that I'm looking back, just like a white indie lineup. <laughs> I don't know, like where where the replacements or Sharon. No, Jones that replacements there? was there in 2014, and that was awesome. They played the same night. I as, definitely uh, went 2014. And Billy Joe from Green Day was there. Do you remember that? Yeah, he was there, and he kissed Paul Westerberg on the cheek yeah. at the end of it, or the mouth. It might have been the so mouth. Sick. And Beck, that was like a really good year too. But yeah, the reason huh. I brought it up is because in 2012, um, like Real Estate Beach House, all these really good bands played. But then Nico Case played, and oh. No, I couldn't go to that. I was so pissed because I love her. Awesome. And she played a tenor guitar, but it was like a Gibson SG tenor guitar. It was really cool. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, those are expensive and hard to find, but you can still sometimes find the uh, Eastwood Astro Jet. Okay. And that's basically a copy of those old Gibson SG style tenor guitars. Cool. Yeah, I I would probably... With that Smokey the Bear sticker on hers okay see i don't even i don't even remember that i remember it was white i think but yeah yeah that was really cool and i didn't know what that guitar was and so i went home and looked it up and then i got to play one like an acoustic one in a guitar shop in um like galway ireland when i was over there and so i've never owned one but someday maybe that'd be really cool yeah you can get acoustic ones for i think sub 200 nice yeah i I would need yeah. to, yeah. It, I don't really know how to play it, so I'd have to. It'd be fun to learn. Well, you can you can actually, you can play it like the top four strings of a guitar. Oh, okay. I thought I had three strings. Am yeah. I, okay. As uh, it has four, okay. and uh, you can tune it like either a mandolin, and so that would be tuned in fifths, um, or you could tune it like the top four strings of a guitar, or like the bottom four strings. Cool. Hey, it'd be like keep like keep Richard. Nice. Um, 
and you can tune it to like open G like a banjo. So it's it's kind of one of those instruments where uh, there there are no rules. That's sweet. Yeah, I'll add that to the list for sure. Yeah. All right. So um, I, I I guess one of the the things that's kind of new for you is that uh, Rap Boys uh, came out with a new record right before the world shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Almost two months ago. Um, and it's yeah. April. Well, it's like the third week of April right now. So yeah, February 28th, we put out our new record and we were lucky because we got to play two shows in Chicago. Um, looking back, who knows if that was safe to do, but uh, we had no idea. I feel the same way. We had no idea. So we no. were lucky though, because selfishly we got to play and it was great. And um, we played at two really different venues here in Chicago um, and they both sold out. It was like a super just very like happy ideal time but where where'd you play hot was it hideout That's yeah right? the hideout was the second night that was on leap day it was really cool um oh leap nation yeah man <laughs> for anyone who's never been to the hideout it's like a really unique special venue it's um it's kind of in this weird little like industrial zone it's kind of, it's where they like keep all the garbage trucks at night Although it's changing rapidly. Like it kind of sucks. Chicago's about to raise that whole area and build like a huge development. Um, So hopefully it'll survive, but it definitely won't be like kind of out in the middle of nowhere like it was before. But anyways, it's like a small, that's kind of like the, like like the Gulch in Nashville. Oh, okay. See, I I don't know about that. Yeah. But I used to be just train tracks and now it's like, stupid expensive condos but how somehow like our hideout our, the station in has just this one story building just in the middle of it has somehow survived it nice. all so far yeah but, hopefully and so, so you played um you played the hideout on the 29th yeah, and then the day before the day that the album came out we played lincoln hall which is an awesome venue we had been hoping to headline for a while um so oh, nice. yeah it was and that's like a super like i don't know just a very like pro beautiful like bigger venue. And so it was a cool experience to get to play like two very different, but equally like loved venues. We just love both of them. So it was really sweet, but yeah, Yeah. but I mean, and then it was about uh, 10 days, almost two weeks later that we, yeah, canceled, well, postponed essentially the tour. Um, Did you get to play any of the dates other than Chicago? No. No, we, the tour was meant to start on March 14th, um, and run essentially, I mean, we had booked three months essentially. And so we would be getting home on June 16th, but from Europe, but, um, yeah, it was on March 12th that we kind of, we realized that this wasn't going to happen, but that's okay. Honestly, like everything. Yeah, everything seemed to shut down so quickly at the time, but now even looking back on it, it it's it's even more apparent of how how quick it was because my band we were playing in Texas uh, that same that uh, Leap Day weekend, mm. and we wouldn't we would not have done it I don't think if we had known that there was any sort of risk that there was an outbreak in Seattle especially, yeah. and um, so now we look back at that as like the last shows we'll play have played for the foreseeable future, and I'm glad that they were great but yeah i don't <laughs> when you were saying like that might not have been a great choice i'm like we nobody we knew. didn't know i i looking back it's just kind of it's funny and kind of painful to look back at just like the how sure i was like the certainty 
that nothing was going to change. Like um, someone messaged us on Facebook in like early February and they were like, Hey, I'm from England. Like, what do you think the chances that South by Southwest is going to get canceled? Cause I have my flights, but I'm really nervous about it. And I was like, dude, there is no way. Like the city of Austin. I said 0% until the day. Right. They did. So I was like the city of Austin makes so much money at South by each year. Like that's the main tourist, you know, like attraction in the city of Austin. I mean, it's a beautiful yeah, city. It's but... one. It's one of. It's one of their three biggest money making things right. after you know the UT football games and the Formula One. Right. Track. So like huge money maker, and, and I mean not to be cynical, I, but I just didn't think they would cancel it for that reason mainly. But yeah, that was March sixth when they canceled South by, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this is gonna be. This yeah. must be actually pretty pretty rough yeah but yeah so it's looking back i'm like damn how did we how were we not informed about this um but whatever yeah it's it's kind of hard to you know there's nothing you can do about the past or the things that you did did or didn't do i remember being shocked that took tree fort so long to, to reschedule sure um because I was so bummed because I've, I've gone a few times with some friends. And I've always wanted to go with my husband. And I finally talked him in to doing this year. And we had press passes. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just staying back. I'm like, I'm just waiting for it to cancel so I can get, so I can try to get our money back on the tickets and the Airbnb, on the flights and the Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. Tree Forward. Yeah. Um, I was really looking forward to that one. I think. It'll be interesting to see whether it is able to happen in September. I really hope so. We're not we're not able to make it, but yeah. um, who knows? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's pretty. Oh, then what's the point? No, no. I mean, like, it's. <laughs> I hope that it happens because it's one of the best festivals in the country. I wish that we could be there. It's just so far from where we live, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's going to be fascinating to kind of see how things. Um, like resolve and open back up again and then close who knows like how it's going to work out this fall but yeah i have no idea (laughs) i think that i can't can't get into that too much but um so you you put out this album it started getting really strong reviews and then you had to cancel the tour so you pivot (laughs) yeah it's yeah so what all have you you've been doing um to kind of keep that momentum going um as well as anybody can yeah sure i mean we've been mainly just doing lots of live streams it doesn't replace the experience of going to a show and seeing the full band that's the tough thing right when the lockdown started in illinois and it just got extended here through may 30th so it's it's going all honestly um so yeah it is a good thing our governor's doing a good job but it's uh, the thing that I didn't take into account right away is that we couldn't get together with our drummer, Marcus, because he lives with his wife across town. And so, uh, like, just respecting the rules of the lockdown, like, we, like, can't get together with him. And so we got asked to do all these cool, some of these cool live streams where it's, like, they really want a full band performance, blah, 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 and, like, mic it up really cool. And we were like, yeah, let's do it. But then we realized, like, shoot, we can't like do that we can't invite all these people because like, we were gonna have like sound people and lighting whatever we're like we can't like have people come over to our house like that's you know this yeah. isn't like allowed and so we uh had to kind of change course really quickly and i realized as did everyone that the main move right now is to unless you all live together in your band the main move is to do like uh 
more stripped down live streams. So we've been doing that. I've been playing like acoustic and with Dave and um, mainly we've been, we've been doing this show on Twitch, which we have a lot of fun with, which is a little bit more than just like your typical Instagram live stream. Cause we're able to do like different camera angles and like we mic it up differently from night to night and we have segments and like guests and stuff like that. So it's nice. really fun. And the stick is that we play in front of a green screen. And so we're like playing in a different place, uh, essentially each night. Um, so we call it virtual. Yeah. Tour and it's just, it's been really, really fun. Yeah. I liked your, I liked your show from space. That was pretty neat. Yeah, man. We played on the moon. It was a dream. Earth. First band since uh, was it, oh god Zoatoa from Xenon Girl of the Twenty First Century. Protozoa, is that right? Yeah, exactly. Protozoa, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was really fun. We, we just played at uh, Bam's Castle, Bam Castle, Bam from Viva La Bam. That was really fun. Oh, okay. I, I, was the Brooklyn Academy of Music? No, <laughs> very far from that. <laughs> Different band. House. It's like what? Yeah, no, it's been it's been a hoot because it just gives us something to work on and. It's a lot of fun. We're able to like interact with people that yeah. way. So nice. Uh, so the uh, this episode will drop on um, Tuesday the twenty eighth. So, uh, but this weekend you'll you're the weekend before this airs. Sorry, people who are listening. Hopefully, it's safe somewhere. You're doing a a, a which was the one that you're doing with the Beth? Oh yeah. So that's this Saturday, uh, April twenty. 20- Eighth, I think. No, sixth, maybe. Twenty. I can't. Tomorrow's the fourth. The twenty fifth is Saturday. Twenty fifth. Okay, God, I have everything wrong. Um, yeah, that's through um <laughs> Royal Mountain Records, which is like a really good label in Canada. Um, and they're collaborating with uh, WXPN in Philly and like the World Cafe, and just yeah. Oh wow! Getting a bunch of bands to play on the Royal Mountains Instagram, so. That'll be fun. And luckily, yeah, it just worked out that they paired us up with the Beths on Saturday and they're one of our favorite bands and some friends of ours. They're so great. Yeah, I just love them. I I think that Future Me Hates Me is just going to be one of those songs that's stuck in my head kind of forever. Nice. I mean, that record is like, yeah. at this point, it's like the standard for great indie rock, in my opinion, like yeah. of this kind of yeah. time. Which is a very strong time, sure. <laughs> I think. Definitely. I'm I'm way into to to everything that's happening right now and like kind of indie. Oh, there's so much good music. It's that's actually true. insane. Like I'm loving it. I've been listening a lot to the new Laura Marling yeah. record that just came out. It's awesome. Oh my gosh, she's a she's a f- Oh legend. yeah, she is basically <laughs> oh my one of my all-time favorite songwriters and she's definitely like swagged out on this album. She's like it's very like jazzy. She's got the full band. It's so cool. Oh. God, yeah. I love it. Have you listened to the new Fiona Apple record? Because we haven't talked about that enough in my <laughs> just just a life. little bit. I I um tried oh. to I've tried to listen to it multiple times and keep getting interrupted, and uh, it's like kind of annoying me. And so I need to find a time when I'm just like completely alone and not in danger of being interrupted at all. And yeah, but yeah. I really like the first two songs. That's what I've heard so far, and it's gnarly, and she's amazing. I listened through once uh, on last Friday, and I was like, I just need, I need to take some time before I revisit this. Totally. <laughs> so, like, it kind of was a lot of feelings to happen. Yeah, I just yeah, exactly. All the 
there's just so much sensory overload. I love it. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. yeah. So, um, let's talk a little bit more about the streaming and that you've kind of been using that. And it seems like you've been doing a pretty good job getting on these sort of curated, um, sort of live stream things, but, uh, just from your experience has, has it been helpful, helpful for you? Do you think in, in, in mostly just getting the word out there, have you been able to like recover some of the income? Cause I know that there's really, I don't, I would be very happy for you, but surprised if you were making even roughly the same amount of money. Yeah, no, we're definitely not making the same amount of money daily as we would be on tour, but um, like not even close, but it's, it's more so just been a way for me to stay in touch with the songs and get to like, just, you know, feel musical and enjoy a little bit of performance, you know, like it's something that we were kind of ramping up for on tour, like performing every night for three months. And now that that isn't, what we are being asked to do every single day. It's, it's just uh, different from what we were planning for, obviously. So um, it's been great though. I mean, like we are really lucky that we had our new album. And so people have been like contacting me, ask, inviting me to do like the audio tree one, you know, they're like old friends of ours. And so anything like that, just to be on people's radar at all is really cool. Um, But yeah. And like, we've been able to sell some merch just like, doing these different streams, just being active on social media, letting people know that we have this, these shirts and stuff that we made for tour and we're trying to sell them. Now they have like all of our tour dates on them that are wrong, (laughs) but um, it's kind of silly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Very rare, very bootleg, but um, so yeah, it's been fine though. Like we've been lucky. People have been generous and we've recouped the cost of our merch, which was a huge thing. Oh, Uh, that's great. Yeah. Oh my God. At this point we're just, wow just trying to sell more stuff and, you know, ask people to donate whenever a dollar here and there. Cause uh, yeah, luckily Sean and Marcus both work like they have jobs, like nine to five jobs that they do from home, but Dave and I are both kind of just like floating around. So it's nice to, nice to get, you know, a few bucks here and there, but we're doing fine. Yeah, no, that, that's good. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. Y'all are at least doing doing yeah. fine, about as well as one one. And we're having right fun, you know. Like it's it's a good time, just yeah. testing the limits of yeah. technology and trying to trying to sound good for people and talk mm-hmm. and stay creative. Totally. That's really that's key to work out those kind of <laughs> work out those oh, muscles, definitely. so definitely. to say. Yeah. So, Andrew, do you do you watch many live streams? I haven't been consuming a lot of live stream content uh, on Instagram these days, uh, but what I am fascinated uh, when I do get a chance to see it, see them. And I'm definitely super fascinated by the whole green screen that you guys are running. Uh, you guys doing like a chroma key, like live layover with that. Yes. Or, like, how are you guys achieving that? Like, yeah, it's really basic. You- I, I really don't, we know very little about how to do anything like video rise. And so, yeah, that was the, easiest way it seemed like just on youtube watching tutorials and stuff yeah we just we were lucky because sean our bassist has uh had a green screen already like just randomly and so yeah that was my follow-up question was like how do you just happen to have a green screen yeah he had filmed my singer yeah they're handy it's amazing he he had filmed they uh, are he filmed a music video a few years ago for his band um and it was like a concept where he was dressed up like the dude from acdc and but but he was like nice. tiny and like 
So it's a long story. Tinier? Like a t- yeah, like a, but like super tiny, like a shrunken person. And so okay. you can Google it. It's called ACDC Changed My Life. That's the name of the song. But um, so but it was super <laughs> DIY. And he bought the green screen to make that video with our friend. Um, and so he already had it. And we were he offered for us to use it. And um, yeah, we just asked some friends for help on Twitch and kind of got some pointers and off to the races. Luckily. Dave is really good at Photoshop and stuff. And so he's able to make like little graphics and like did some little animations and after effects and stuff like that. So nice. yeah. next you have to get one of those like green mans. <laughs> I actually have one. I uh, didn't even think about that. That'd be so funny. I don't know if I have it here because <laughs> it, it might be at my parents' yeah. house. I'm going to have to ask them to mail it to me. My, my singer has one of those. We do a bunch. We do a lot of videos. That's <laughs> so funny. I remember one. We're filming a video, and I had to put the the green man suit on, but pantsless, and with a shirt, I think, and a bolo tie, and then my hands were green screen. Dude, that's amazing. And then it was my face was covered with, with my hat, so I was taking my hat on. And it could off, just be like just yeah, just like a floating hat. It's great. But uh, our drummer was there now, just yelling at him, "Don't look at me!" <laughs> wow, thank you. That's a genius idea. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm sure you could learn. How, if, if Prince could play guitar with gloves, I think you could manage it with um green uh green man suit. Totally. Fingers. I'll I'll do, we'll just play the rocker songs, and you barely need to play the right strings. Fair. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> that seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. As soon as Emily's like, hey, you could always wear those green suits. I'm like, what are the odds that she's going to actually have one of those laying around? Too? I, I have one. I mean, I guess higher than I think it's in Kentucky at my parents' house. But I uh, went to see Lady Gaga in like 2012 uh, with my sisters and my friends. And uh, we like dressed up all crazy. And I wanted to dress up like the people from the Bad Romance video, you know, the dancers. Yeah, <laughs> they were yeah. wearing like a white suit. But the all I could find was a green man suit. And so I like made myself a crown and like Good wore enough. that. And I was like on the news. It was great. Um, but that was an awesome show. Lady Gaga is my favorite. She's amazing. Uh, that's, that's I 100% agree. That's one of my favorite uh, pop artists in the last couple of decades. Yeah. Did, did, she, did, did she play at my favoritely named venue in the world, the Yum Arena? That was it. KFC Yum Center, baby. It was it was lit. It was awesome. That was like right when the Yum Center was built. It was like a year after it was built. So it was like so hype. Everyone was going crazy. Oh, oh my gosh, the Yum Center. Um, so, but that's I know you're in Chicago now. So what's what's the name of the place the the White Sox play? Oh, Guaranteed Rate Field. It's <laughs> yeah, embarrassing. That's a, that's a great their, one. <laughs> their logo is a huge down arrow. So you just like drive by on the highway and just a massive red down arrow. It's so, cause it's like an insurance company or something. They're advertising like low rates, you know, but not the best for, yeah. for a baseball team. You saying lady, you saying lady Gaga in the context of like live stream reminds me of, uh, I don't, did either of you guys see that uh, when lady Gaga did the, the live stream for charity? Yeah, I, I uh, read about it. This I saw week? it on Reddit. People were talking about it, but, uh, People were like freaking out because she was using it like a vintage Neumann U forty seven. That's I think. awesome! Oh wow! Which is it's like a twenty thousand dollar vintage mic, but she had it pointed the wow. wrong direction and in the cardioid pattern. 
Well, she might have been picking up the ambient sound from that piano she was playing. But, like, people are freaking out about it, though. Like, what is she doing that she doesn't know how to use a mic? Like, people are automatically jumping to the she doesn't know how to use a microphone. I'm like, I feel like we're all missing something really yeah, big here, people. I agree. Or she was trolling. Like, like, she was getting the sound from the piano. <laughs> Which Any, is what it was pointing at. <laughs> I just, it was cracking me up because people, like, freaking out. And I'm like, you mean, all right. You mean, uh, the handful of nerds who know $20,000 microphones. Yeah. I'm sure they freak out about a lot of things. It's like, uh, every, seeing everybody do that reminded me of, uh, like that, that new, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme format where he's sitting on the couch with a cigarette and a beer pointing at the TV going, Oh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's a good one. I like like exact. They're like, Oh, it's a U47. Uh, oh, wait. It's in cardioid. It is pointed the other direction. Yeah, I'm not going to judge a woman who owns a $20,000 microphone because she's clearly doing something right with her life. I mean, it sounded great. And yeah, that's the thing. Like, either, If it sounds bad, uh, then she... you can wonder and ask questions. But if it sounds fine, then who the f- cares? Yeah. Yeah. Like Everybody's yeah. like, that's not how you do it, but it still sounds good. Well, she's a witch. Yeah. Well, you know, Prince played boss pedals and those were never, those are not like super duper cool these days. Uh, I beg to differ, but all right. Okay, I think boss pedals are really cool. I love boss, but um, I need to send a pedal to them for repair. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure that'll be fixed real soon. (laughs) Oh, man. Not that I need it right now. True. Christ. Um, What else do we have to talk about? Do we want to talk about? Who knows? I'm sorry. I don't usually have gaps in, oh, no, in the I show. Care. I'm so sorry. Um, I mean, I would just – I there's a huge part of me would love to talk about the technical, like what does your live stream setup look like and what's your signal chain and what, what interfaces and how, like, how does it all come together because I'm super sure, fascinated I, by that. It's pretty simple. And again, I I don't know if the words I'm using are right and stuff like that. Basically, we like – we have this green screen and we set it up like on one side of the room. We do it in our basement um, and we bought two like kind of cheap webcams on Amazon. Um, and well, we bought one at first, but then we got another one because we realized we wanted to have like a mod cam or whatever. Um, so we just have those running like into the computer and then we use Streamlabs, which just streams directly to, to our Twitch channel. Um, but as far as like the audio goes, we use, um, I think it's a Focusrite interface. It's red. <laughs> Dave, God, Dave would know much more about this. Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. It's like a four input, but some for some reason, like Streamlabs only picks up the first two inputs. And so we use like a Yamaha mixer to like run everything uh, through because we usually, we usually end up having three uh, mics or maybe four actually we use a mic i have a beta 57 like a sure mic for my vocals Mm -hmm. that i use on the road too um so usually we use that for the vocal yeah man i love it it's awesome and i wish i had gotten it sooner totally i i haven't gotten sick on the road in a while and i feel like that's part of it which is just peace of mind you know but um I actually wrote a whole article about disinfecting instruments and about half of it was disinfecting totally. It's important. Yeah. I, uh, 
I feel lucky to have that mic. We have some friends here in Chicago who work at Sure, and so we've gotten some hookups from them, which is so Ooh. sick. Um, so yeah, the other totally yeah. That so the other nice. mics that we use too, they're also Sure mics. I'm not sure they're really small and have like small little circles at the top. Like I don't know what they're called though. I I apologize. Are they? They're not like a. They're like they're like the size of like a small lollipop, um, and they're like flat and circular at the top. Huh. I apologize, Dave would maybe I could look it up actually, but um, Andrew, do you know what those? Do you know what those are? It sounds really familiar. I'm trying to figure out what the. We what I'm gonna look it up are. real quick, but we use those on uh, both of our amps usually, or at least on mine. Um, so yeah, we usually just mic up our amps in the room mm-hmm. and kind of turn them down to a reasonable volume. And then, um, yeah, it's, and then Sean just has like a 58 to talk back and, um, it is very low key. I think eventually we nice. might try some new things. Um, yeah, we're thinking about. I don't know, like, am I things up a different way or introducing some new instruments or, um, I've been thinking about, mm-hmm. well, we were going to use the SPD. Oh, it's a beta 181. That's the mic. Um, okay. just a small condenser mic. All right. Um, but it sounds really good on my amp. I'm not sure. We use a different one for Dave's amp. I don't know. It's not a sure mic. It's something else, but, um, but yeah, they, they have a great family of microphones. And so we use a bunch of theirs and, uh, it's pretty straightforward from there. We don't really, we just like have a couple clip lights that we had used, like those clamp lights that you would use for a merch setup. We just like hook those up on, you know, a mic stand and just basic lighting. It's pretty low key. <laughs> we don't have a very complicated setup, but. Nice. Hey, well, if it works, that's yeah, so all far that so good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you're you're in Chicago now, but you're originally from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm originally from Cincinnati, so we eat a lot of the same foods growing up. I know we talked about this on the pre-show, but we didn't record it. it. (laughs) Uh, Oh, uh, Skyline or Gold Star? I've never even had Gold Star. I love Skyline. Don't. I love Skyline. (laughs) I know Gold. And when I was in seventh grade, we went on like a school trip to the Cincinnati Zoo. And, uh, oh, the best zoo. It was fun, world. man. Well, maybe not, but it's my it was a good zoo. zoo. And they, they tried to get us to eat Gold Star. That was like one of the three options that we had. And I was just like, no. <laughs> so that was the closest <laughs> What'd you have? I think. What's the other option? La Rosa's yeah, Pizza? Yeah. Yes. Oh, La Rosa's. It was good, man. But, uh, although yeah. I really don't remember it that much, but yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> it was good. It's good I love Scotland, man. People, it's a hit or miss thing. We, I try to take our band there on tour and no one likes it but me. And so I always feel really bad and like selfish about it. See, I, I figured out after a while, if you want people to even try it, you couldn't call it chili. I only get conies. Like I, I don't get, I've had yeah. other stuff, but I'm not like a three-way girl. I like conies. And so the conies they're are the so best, good. Though. And we went there in November on that tour I mentioned earlier. And, uh, so we yes. were in, where were we? I don't even remember. Somewhere in Ohio. And, uh, and our friend Seth, who was playing drums, we like took him and I wanted to know his honest opinion because he works in a restaurant. He's kind of like a foodie. 
and he like hated it and I was like why he's like it's so mushy there's like no texture I'm like you're right but I think that's like why I like it I don't know yes (laughs) it's so soft it's smooth yeah it's smooth they're they're bad they're mean ways to say it has no texture and then there's the accurate way Mm -hmm. yeah so that was heartbreaking we played a show in Portland at this uh, this place called No Fun, and we were kind of setting up. We were there, we we were there early, despite the fact that we had been locked out of the singer's garage and had to physically break into her garage to get our gear out of it before we were able to go to Portland. Uh, yeah. So we get there and we're kind of setting up, and I hear some people talking to the bartender, like, "What's the special soup?" He's like, "Oh, it's a Cincinnati style chili." So I just slide right over to the bar. <laughs> I'm like, "I'm sorry, what did you say?" That's sick, man. <laughs> the guy. Yeah, it turns out the guy is from, um, he's from Northern Ohio, but he really likes Skyline. So he moved out to Portland and, uh, they're going to start up a, a chili cart and they're not calling, they're not going to call it Cincinnati style chili. I don't know exactly how they're going to market it, but I, I told him, man, I think the problem is if you call it chili, people aren't going to get it. If you call it like a Greek meat sauce or something, maybe they'll, maybe they'll be a little bit more forgiving. Yeah. It's, uh, something you just gotta, go for don't think too much you know oh yeah that's but, exactly but, what i want to be told when i'm trying something new just dive in i mean is that not what you were told the first time you had scotch no i don't know i i'm pretty sure that's what i was told the first time i had scotch i still hate scotch um more for but, me uh, yeah that's right um and so I'm a I like Marion's pizza in Dayton and you like Yeah, Cassano's is my my favorite pizza on uh planet Earth. Yeah. I love it. And that's that is a bold statement, especially living in Chicago. Chicago has a lot of really good pizza, but I love Cassano's. For anyone who doesn't know, um in my experience, Dayton style pizza is like really, really small squares of thin crust pizza. So small. Yeah, and you can eat so many Exactly. Places. They're like bite size. <laughs> and so you can just load yeah. up your plate with like little bites of pizza. And Casano's I love because it's like they like brush the crust, like the underside with salt. It's just extremely savory <laughs> and delicious. We always get the deluxe. It just has like tiny crumbled sausage and it's just like tiny. Mm. It's like miniature pizza. I don't know. It's so <laughs> fun to eat. I love it's, it. It's so cute and fun. Oh. Yeah, it is fun to eat. <laughs> and it's good when it's like left out. I know it's kind of gross, but sometimes that's just what happens. Like people forget about it and go back. It's just as good like five hours later. Oh. Oh, that's the Thanksgiving move. Get some Casanos the night before Thanksgiving. Oof. Yeah, I respect mm. it. <laughs> um, and Grater's ice cream. Uh, I love Grater's so much. It makes me cry yeah. when I eat it. Because I love it so What's much. What's your favorite flavor? I don't see. I if if it's in the summer, if they have the strawberry, dude, chocolate that chocolate. is my absolute favorite. They that's like an Easter seasonal. It's like April. Yeah, it's so annoying because oh. I'm never in Kentucky at that time, and I always wish I was. <laughs> I yeah, I know. Do you think they have it right now? Probably. It's usually like I swear it's like an April May seasonal. In my in my memory, but maybe they've changed it. I was yeah, it was like usually like a springtime Easter thing, but uh, and uh, yeah, for anyone who doesn't um, know, Black- Grater's yeah, black raspberry chip is 
the best yes. <laughs> and their chip flavors are amazing because they use like really high quality like dark chocolate and they put like huge yeah. chunks so eventually well it's because they just they just squirt it in and it molds around and then it freezes and that's and the chips they're so soft it's unbelievable i i was telling it's you i just got a, a, a pint at jewel which is like our local grocery store and it is taking all of my restraint not to just like go to town what flavor? Black raspberry chip. I love it. Nice, I nice. if I could get strawberry chip, I would, but they don't sell that in pints. But uh, mm. yeah, I love. If graders. they had, God, if I had it right in front of me right now, it would be a problem. Someone from uh, I did a little interview with a local radio station recently here, and they asked me, "What's your favorite kind of ice cream?" I think because they asked me what I was going to spend my stimulus check on, and I was like, "Well, I'm going to pay my rent, but then with like the ten dollars I have left, I'll." <laughs> You know, after a couple months of rent, I'll uh, buy some ice cream. And I was telling about graders, and they had no yeah. idea. They were uh, ignorant to the Oof. ways of graders. So, wow. more people need to know about graders so they re- start distributing in the Pacific Northwest. Hell again. yeah, G R A E T E R S. Look it up, people. Yeah. Oh, they make it two gallons at a time, friends. Mm, so good. And the, the French pot method. Mm. Oh my god! I I had so much graters in the womb. It's amazing. <laughs> I didn't come out a, a pint of ice cream. That's awesome. <laughs> That's how you get started. That's how you get started. Um, well, thanks so much for 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 joining us. Is there anything you want to rep promote? Uh, yeah, I mean, the main thing we got going on right now is this show we're doing on Twitch. It's called Virtual Tour. Um, our Twitch channel is called Watch Rap Boys. So if you ever think to yourself you want to watch Rap Boys. You know what to do. We do it on the weekends. Yeah, exactly. It's a, We're going to bring it back the first weekend of May. I think we might do a special derby episode. Um, so, <gasps> Oh, the derby's not even happening. No, they, they postponed oh. it to November. We'll see. If, wow. Hopefully. Well, we will yeah, see. But, um, yikes. Yeah, but we're, we're going to pretend <laughs> like it's happening. Yikes. Uh, have your men exactly i think we're just gonna dress up and get drunk and we've never i've never been drunk doing the show so i don't know this could be a, a whole <laughs> we'll see but yeah i have i have a rule against drunk performing yeah. one drink one drink before will get me past any anxiety yeah i see i don't drink at all on tour it tends to kind of uh yeah. it, it uh, increases my anxiety, and so I when I'm about to play, and so I swear it off. I've sworn off for a few years, but uh, hell, I mean we're at home, so we might yeah. try it out. But yeah, other than that, our new record's out. It's called Printer's Devil, and it's it's on the internet very everywhere. Good. So if you <laughs> if you want to hear some music, music, hit it up. Yeah, yeah. I first heard you all actually um, one year you played True for it, and then the live KEXP session. I missed your tree fort performance. And then I was in, in a car on the way back from the airport and I heard your KEXP performance. It must've been, it might've like, been something Whoa. else. I don't think we've done KEXP. It, it's some, oh. it was probably some other radio station though. Cause we've done what? a bunch of those. Did you do a live radio thing in Seattle? Never. KEXP is like, what it's like hell? a dream of my... some... Oh, maybe they just played your they, song. They might've, They've definitely ago. been like supportive over the years, like uh, you know, including us in the rotation, which is really sick. We were hoping to do one on. Uh, we were like talking with them about getting it set up for um, our show in March, but obviously that didn't happen. We're planning to be back in Seattle yeah. in August, but I am we're worried that that's not going to happen. But um, if it does, who knows? Maybe we'll get in there. I just looked it up. In the KEXP archives, it looks like they featured you guys on January 27th, 2020. Great. Yeah. 
That would not have been it. Yeah, it was probably around tree fort time uh, whenever yeah. we did that last. I think that was 2018. You know, it was just like the second half of the song Molly. Cool. So, and then it was over. So I don't, I don't know if they were playing some other live performance. I don't know there's if an, they would do that. There's an older appearance in May 25th, 2017. Oh, very good. No, that would not have been it wow. either. That's like right when we, oh. that was before GN came out. That's cool. Um, who knows? Yeah, they've been nice to us, though. Yeah, and they have laundry on site. <laughs> cool. Good to know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, listen to Printer's Devil, everyone listening. It's very, very good. Um, check out the band on Twitch. Uh, if you liked the podcast, please give us a review on the iTunes. It really helps us in the ratings and everything, and it helps us when we're talking to the sponsors who make the show go. We have a Patreon uh patreon.com slash get offset uh, for $25 a month. I will write you a song in the second month. No guarantees on quality. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and I'll, I will take a topic request. Um, and we have merch. We just, we've sold uh, two shirts this month, Andrew. What, what? I yeah. know for fuzz sake shirts too. So that's funny. Heck yeah. Get a shirt that says for fuzz sake. And if you have gotten a shirt that says for fuzz sake, thank you. Get a hat to match. That warms my heart. <laughs> Andrew designed those, so he thanks you a lot. Um, we are on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. Uh, Get Offset Podcast. Join it. We mostly talk about cats. And um, anything else, Andrew? Uh, you know what? Send all the good vibes. I like vibes. Oh, good God. Please send me some good vibes. I've just been anxiety personified. Feel you. Yeah. Uh, all all the good vibes and uh, most importantly, take care of yourselves. I just I, I appreciate everybody who listens to the show so stinking much, and I just want just remind everybody: please take care of yourselves. We care about you all very much. Uh, yeah, do do all the good things. Get offset. Loves you. Please stay home. Yeah, man. Like we just love you so much. Oh yeah, sure. Just yeah, stay home and make yourselves a hot dish. Yum. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Until next time, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. I'm Emily. I'm Andrew. I'm Julia. All right. Ready? (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Bye.